Trailblazing fam, welcome to the Govi Epic Podcast. I'm your host, Angela Gentile, and welcome to another solo episode. Today, I'm excited to just chat with you, talk my shit, and dive into a concept that um, is probably pretty insidious in all of us millennials. So today, I want to dive in and talk about deference, right? Deference can be defined as humble submission, respect, the condition of submitting to influence or superior. Um, And that's something I think we have been taught as millennials is just to acquiesce and submit. So with that, let's think about ways that that could be true. I don't know if maybe you were like me, but I was told to be a good girl. Angela, shut your mouth, be a good girl. Give in to that power of, of, whoever was the authority at the time. You know, if somebody didn't like something, you weren't allowed to speak your mind. You just took it. If a teacher was being mean to you, you just took it. If a coach said something inappropriate, you just allowed it because they were the elders. They were the authority. And because you were the kid, You therefore had no agency, no sense of worth, no nothing. And it was a because I said so, because I'm older situation. So that deference can be really limiting. It can be really hurtful and it can, it could have showed up in many different ways in our life where we've just learned to not acknowledge and abandon our feelings. I know growing up for me, anytime that I had a big emotion, I was a kid with big emotions. I'm a fucking human with big emotions. We're all humans with emotions, but I'm a very sensitive person. I was a very sensitive kid as I'm an empath. So you can imagine a kid growing up in a very emotionally stunted place and with family with these big emotions. So I would, I would feel things and I would get upset. And I was always told to not get upset because it's bothering other people. You're going to, bo- you know, your grandfather doesn't like it. You're going to make your grandmother mad. You're going to make this person feel some type of way. And I learned really young that I had the power to make somebody dislike me. I had the power to make someone love me. I had the power to make someone feel good, right? Like it was up to me. I single-handedly was like the sole proprietor of making people feel good and making sure that they were cared for and they were all right. And that was something that I learned really, really young. I learned to just give in. I learned to say, okay, no problem. No, I don't have any feelings. I don't mind. It was always about the other person. You know, even into middle school or, or elementary school, if I didn't like the way that the kids were talking to me, I didn't say something. You know, I was bullied and, and I didn't say anything. I just learned to just take it because they were cooler than me, right? They were older on the bus and they knew better. Or they knew more and they, who are, who they were the authority. So who I aspire to be. So I just had to take it. I learned that teachers were always right. Coaches were always right. And that I didn't really have a leg to stand on because I was the kid, even with my family, with my parents, uncles, aunts. I didn't like something. Well, you're the kid. <laughs> like, like I'm the mother. This is what it is. It wasn't a conversation. It was just a simply because I said so. So that deference was taught really young. And that deference 
for me at least, and maybe I'm sharing the story for you to recognize maybe where it showed up for you, carried into my young adult life and into my adult life. Because I learned to self-abandon, I learned to be a good girl, I learned to please, I learned to, you know, give in, I learned to submit. Um, I did it with relationships, I did it with friendships, I did it in intimate situations. Because I learned to self-abandon. I didn't learn to, I didn't know that I could trust myself. I didn't know that I could have an opinion. And I think it's important to look at like how this sort of came to be. You know, if we were raised by boomer parents who lacked the emotional toolbox, we've talked about this before, to speak up for themselves, to have the words and the vocabulary. That was just what was passed down from generation to generation. And here you are being like, what the actual fuck? Well, congratulations, because this shit stops with you. You know what I'm saying? But I think when we look back and we start to dismantle some of the social structures of what led to this deference, where did my mother learn it? Well, fuck, my mother couldn't even open up a fucking bank account until 1974. So that deference was taught to her as a way to survive. You know, she got married in 1979 and then had me in 1981. I, I, I honestly don't even know if she had her own bank account independent of my father, who she was married to at the time. I don't know when she opened up her first fucking bank account. I don't know when she was in charge of her own money. And the reason I'm saying this is because that deference, that giving in, that submission could very well have been just out of survival that was taught by my grandmother. My grandmother was born in 19, like 29, right? During the Great Depression to be disliked, to be loud, to have attention drawn to you, to, you know, not have enough food, to not have a place to live, whatever, whatever those conditions were at the time, you know, being run by this really toxic patriarchy in the 1930s and 40s. What were her options? What was my great-grandmother's options that were taught to her? My great-grandmother came over here from Italy in like 1904. So what were her options to get here? Could she have a mouth on her? Could she stand up for herself or did she just have to do what she needed to do to get here? And she passed that down to my grandmother who again, couldn't open a bank account, couldn't go to school, didn't do any of that whose only insurance policy in her life was to get married and, and be a, a mother and give in. So I think when we're looking at how this shows up in our lives as adults, we kind of have to have a little bit of empathy on how we got there and how it got to us in the first place. Because that, that good girl complex could have been passed down to us by the women who came before us, who were just literally doing this to survive who needed to give in, who needed to please her husband because she needed a place to fucking live. She wouldn't have been able to eat if she didn't do these things, you know? And I think when we peel back that layer and look at that on how that shows up in intimate relationships, even in our adult life, why we were taught to use sex, to please, to manipulate, to, you know, make sure that we were safe. You know, if we could just give him what he wants, then we will be safe. And I think that underlying message resonated with me. And I found myself in situations that were not safe, but for me to stand up for myself, 
was maybe more unsafe. So I just gave in. I gave in. I gave it up. I allowed it to happen sexually, even though that's not necessarily what I wanted, but it was like paralyzing. And the thought of saying no in that situation was too traumatic for me to get out of. So that deference kicked in and it was survival mode. Just get through it. Just give in, make everybody happy and get through it. I've done this at jobs. I hated my job, but I can't say anything. So I'm just going to put up with it. I can't really ask for a raise or more money because I don't want them to get mad at me. So I should just like accept what I've been given. Right. And we resist this authority and we resist standing up for ourselves and going up to somebody who is superior because we've been taught not to. So the reason I'm sharing all of this today is because this deference can be real. This deference can be the one thing that's sort of showing up for you that's very limiting. And if you're in this position where you're trying to stand up for yourself, you're trying to honor your truth and you feel restricted, you feel like you're cowering, you feel like you're giving in, maybe just adding a little curiosity around where that came from. Without anger, without judgment, you know, everybody before you who came to give you these tools was literally doing the best they could with what they have. And you are in a very empowering place. And this is showing up for you right now, because like I said, this shit stops. It stops with y'all. So one thing that you can do if you feel yourself giving in time and time again, just check in with yourself. You know, I know that sounds silly. Like I checking in is, is, is not like this tangible thing that I can give you to do. But if you feel that resentment, because sometimes we don't know that we're doing it until after the fact. So check in with that, with that feeling of resentment. And what did you want? Because we've gotten ourselves here and we're angry and we're pissed off that we did this thing and we didn't want to. Well, what did you really want to say? And I think if you can practice honoring that truth, even if it's after the fact, the more that you can disrupt that pattern with a more conscious approach to finding a solution, I think the better off you're going to be because you're able to switch out of that survival auto automatic pattern of just do it, just give in. It doesn't matter. My needs don't matter. But the more that you can start dismantling that and having a conversation with it, you become more in control of when that pattern shows up. And you might not be able to catch it right away, but you maybe catch it in the moment. Maybe you catch it before, and then maybe you get it, catch it in time where it doesn't even happen at all. So again, that just takes some practice. So I hope that this conversation, today's vocab word, <laughs> deference, you'll have a quiz on it. Um, you know, I hope that you can take something away from this of where you may be, may have learned that and the ways that it's showing up in your life. So um, that's my piece today, y'all. Um, we'll have a quiz on that next week, deference. So, <laughs> so just check in learn, question, get curious and start breaking those patterns with that curious conversation and conscious conversation. All right, y'all. That's all I got. Enjoy and go be epic. That's a wrap, baby. Thank you so much for tuning into this solo episode. If you haven't already, please like review and subscribe on Apple podcasts so we can unite the unicorn tribe. If anything I said resonated with you, let's connect. We can dive into what's coming up so you can have more freedom, clarity, and confidence to step into your truth. All you have to do is text the word breakthrough to 855-534-2890 and we can get started. Or you can also click the link in the show notes and book from there. 
All right, y'all, that's all I got. Keep living your big truth, stay connected to your badass dreams, and as always, go be epic. <laughs>